Hi, everyone. Welcome to Mixtape Mixtape. Podcast, podcast. I'm your host, Julia. And I'm your host, Mike. Each episode, we pick a topic and make you a mix. What's this week's topic? Julia! Oh, I guess we're going to karaoke. Karaoke! So have you ever like gone to karaoke and seen the people that really take it seriously and the type of songs they choose? Yeah, it's it makes pretty me amazing. sad. Does it make you sad? Yeah, because some people go every week and they yeah. choose the same song every single week. Yeah, it's their time to shine. No. So I used to um I used to date somebody who worked at a bar and on um on Sunday nights or Friday nights, one of the nights there was a karaoke and mm-hmm. so People would get up there, and there was like a group of three or four girls would get up there all drunk, and they'd sing like Welcome to the Jungle. It was terrible, you know? Yeah. But there was always this older man who would go up with his own music, and he'd, and it was always like Frank Sinatra, and you could tell. See, I think I would appreciate that. He's practiced, like, he's here to do this. This is what he does, and he does this karaoke. So the songs, the mixtape we're making today are songs that you would hear at karaoke. So be prepared. I'm going to guess if there's not a Celine Dion song on here, then somebody has not been to karaoke. If there is not a if there's not a uh, Mariah Carey song, somebody has not been to karaoke. That's just how it is. I um I hate karaoke. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely hate it. I love it. I sing in my shower, I sing in the car. Um I'll sing at my desk until I catch myself that I'm at my desk and there are people around me. But I hate hate karaoke. Are I, you are you afraid of looking stupid? Is that what it is? Or I don't is it... like being center of attention. Okay. I don't need all eyes on me. And then I really hate it when people like we were just saying, like some people really need attention. So they and you can tell by the way they do karaoke that they cr- are craving it. Yeah. And so I refuse to give them that attention oh so you're like no you shut the spigot off you're punishing them yeah you're saying i'm not rewarding you for your need i mean i if anything i do like i like the little rooms where you can rent out rooms with your friends and have like private karaoke thing i like the same thing for sex (laughs) (laughs) the price is about the same i'm sure there you go um and like some of them like in Orange County, you can order food and have, like, there's a bar and you can bring stuff into the room and things like that, which is pretty cool. That's like, cool. Because then you're just kind of hanging out. But yeah, otherwise... I, yeah. I, you know what? It's the... It really... Uh, I, I was involved, involved in, like, this corporate coaching training-like thing at mm-hmm. one point. And one of the major breakthroughs that people have, like, uh, not necessarily even about public speaking, but just about life in general, yeah. is singing in front of people. People are so deathly afraid of it. Yeah, and, I'm sure I am to some degree. Um, yeah. You know, I, I've been in the room where people that we've taken have like sweat, I mean, coming down their uh-huh. face, like just sweaty hands, like get up there and yeah. they do it. And then when they do it, they do it, they realize, okay, this is dumb. And, but you have to slay that dragon. You have to get up there and like mm-hmm. in order, when you're there, you realize, oh, there's really nothing to it. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's kind of what I respect about it. I respect that there's people who, 
don't do that often and they get up there and 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 do it i actually just do it for fun because it's just fun i mean you can go and you know you don't have to be the best singer and that's the best part about it and cool glad people have fun with it it kind of reminds me uh, we had to do this team building thing where we went to an indoor like go kart racing. Uh huh. K twelve. Yeah. K two. And the the one that's out the ninety one. There's one by that golf course. And in theory, it's cool because going fast in cars is cool. But then when you get in there, you're doing the same course for like five oh, or know. six times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I have this feeling like it would be the same. Like the idea of it is fun, and then if I'm up there, I'm over it. Like why am I even doing this? Right. This is dumb. Well, you'll have but an I'm, opportunity to do it. Oh, no, you wait, won't. You're not going to be there. No. Sorry. Uh, anyway. Okay. Well, hey, so <laughs> that's the thing. It's 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 fun. It's meant to be fun. It's meant to have to, you know, I I personally, every karaoke bar you go to, people get up there and start singing and they never get booed. You know, no one ever no, boos them. I would like, never, it's never like never. that. But, uh, y- you know, it, you could tell there's waning levels of support based on who's in the room for the person. And it's just really sad to see some people, they get up there and you could tell this is their Friday night out and they want to, they want to be a rock star just for a little bit, you know? So, uh, my favorite karaoke bar is the brass monkey in, uh, in K town. You've never been there. It's great. I mean, it is great. There's people who like Korean businessmen who just do not give a fuck. People like they're love there. Yes. The karaoke. There's a fun one in Orange County, like Fountain Valley. I don't know if it's still there. It was called Elvis, but with a question mark and then an exclamation point at the end of it. Oh, so nice. Elvis. Yeah. Elvis. Or actually, it's Elvis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. so. So interesting that we chose this topic. You're coming, we're coming from different backgrounds here, but I chose some songs that like, if I absolutely ever had to do it, I want to choose a little something different. I don't want to hear a journey. I don't want to hear sweet Caroline. But you're never going to do it. These are songs you've heard in karaoke, right? You have Yeah, to. I've heard those. No, journey <laughs> sucks. I hate that song. <gasps> Don't Sorry. worry, I'm not a Journey fan either, so whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, Boston. Oh, we'll more than t- a feeling, huh? Yeah, yeah, I love that song. See, okay, so we used to go to this bar in Garden Grove, the Azteca, uh-huh. Mex- yeah. that Mexican yeah, bar. of course. Which is fun, but we... Crooner's we, Lounge, Azteca. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. And Friday and Saturdays, we'd go for karaoke, because my friends would love to do it. And then Wednesdays was Guitar Hero night, so this was early 2000s. So, like, I would do Guitar Hero... Because you'd have to get up and play with other people, and everyone's watching you on the screens. Right. But um, it took me a while to get to that point, too. But, yeah. <laughs> Introvert. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get time. started. I, In honor of, um, of the guy who I used to see all the time at Mulberry Street playing, uh, I'm going to do a little Frank Sinatra. I got the world on a string sitting on a rainbow. <laughs> got that string around my finger. All right, here it is. A World on a String by Frank Sinatra. What a world, what a life I'm in love. I've got a song I sing, I can make the rain go. Anytime I move my finger, lucky me, can't you see I'm in love? Life's a wonderful thing. Long as I, hold I hope when you're singing it, you hold the mic with only two fingers. Yeah. And then your other hand's just sort of like waving about yeah. too. Frank Sinatra had five fingers. He only needed leaning, three. Yeah, yeah. you're kind of leaning back a little. 
Yep. And the mic. Yeah, I picture yeah. it. Yeah, are you kidding? What a world, what a life. I'm in love. No, no, no. Your other hand's holding your hat. My like hat? Like you take uh, your hat off and you're just holding your hat out. Don't martini glass? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> hey, don't worry. These are all, I'm adding all these to my list. <laughs> Get out the world on a string. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so mine does not connect to yours at all, but um, like I said, if I ever did karaoke, this is kind of what I would do. So my first song is going to be an Oasis song, and it's going to be Don't Look Back in Anger. My, that's my favorite Oasis song. Mine I too. absolutely love that song. And in my mind, this is a song that everybody knows, so like the bar is singing with you. You're not just singing by yourself, the bar is with you. The bar will absolutely yeah. sing this entire song. Yeah. Yes. Don't Look Back in Anger, one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. um, I just love the fact that if you traveled the world around that time and you're in, I don't care if you're in Paris or Prague or wherever you were at that time, when that song came on in a pub, everyone sang that song. Oh, yeah. Everyone. And it's just, it, it, that song was kind of a phenomenon around the world. Just a really cool one. It's off their uh, What's the Story Morning Glory. It's Great, great record. Which I a, love the title of that album too. It's yeah. just so great. Yeah, and if you and uh, listeners, if you get a chance, there's a there's a CD called uh, Familiar to Millions. Uh, it's a it's a live CD of Oasis, and it has a live version of that song on it. And just recommend putting on headphones and listening to it, and just listening to the crowd. They don't even sing the chorus. Mm -hmm. The entire crowd sings the chorus, and it's pretty awesome to have a hundred thousand people sing back to you, or whatever. However many people are there, it's pretty amazing. So, good choice. Thanks. So, let me ask you this, though. When you go to choose a karaoke song, do you have any specifications? I do. I like to, I mean, if it's me, I like to know that it's in my range, that I could actually sort of sing it. Um, and I like to know, um, I like to know, is it? Is it popular? Is it a popular enough song where people <clears throat> will get it? Sometimes you don't want that. One of my favorite songs to do in karaoke is a is a Billy Vera and the Beater song. I just like it because it's a crooning kind of a tune. Yeah. And it sounds like I probably could have, uh, you know, written it. So, you know, it's uh, it's pretty cool. I, I, think, uh, I think you definitely want to have, you have to have something that's recognizable, right? Yeah, you don't want to sing like an obscure song that only you know about because nobody cares. Like, right. People want yeah. to sing along. Yeah, yeah. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Or Which judge. brings me to, and you know, so you got to stick with the the hits. Like, you got to stick with people that everybody knows or were mm -hmm. very popular. Uh, you want to stick with your Elvis Presleys and Frank Sinatra's, these iconic, iconic things, right? So that's why a lot of people do, you know, obviously the, the, the Pop-Tarts of the time. Uh, which brings me to mine. Um, I've heard this more times than I can count at uh, at karaoke, and it's... In the Ghetto by the immortal Elvis Presley. <laughs> so, here it comes, In the Ghetto. Good morning, a poor little baby child is born in the ghetto. And his mama cries. 
Cause if there's one thing that she don't need It's another hungry mouth to feed in the ghetto People, don't you understand? I like it. It seems like it would be sad, though. Oh, yeah. Well, Elvis, you know, was was trying to take the... Take the um, kind of bring himself up to the social consciousness of the time. 1969, that song came out. That's like, you know, he he had already had a full career and kind of been movies and. Wait, did he originate that song? I don't think he wrote that. I can't. Maybe he did. I mean, I have no idea. Who started? Because so many people cover it, but I'm like, I think Elvis originally did it. Wow. Yeah, I think Elvis originally did, it. but it was probably written by. Will Nelson or somebody. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, but uh, I don't know. It says by Elvis <clears throat> Presley here. I, I sincerely doubt he wrote that entire song. Hmm. But whatever. But have you ever been to uh, karaoke and had uh, an, an embarrassing karaoke experience? Or seen somebody do karaoke that was embarrassing? I mean, I just... When we would go, we would see the same people all the time. And they... It was every Friday, every Saturday... And it says something about me that I was there too. Yeah. But, um, that's what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> what are you doing there? If you don't like karaoke, but if somebody they, doesn't like karaoke, you should hang out a lot of karaoke bars. They just like wanted to be up as often as possible and just They're constantly, fun, man. And, it's fun. But they were also really wasted too. So it was, it was like, <laughs> well, that's part of it. Yeah. Well, that's um, part of it. Having uh, a little, little liquid courage. And uh, when, when do you stop the liquid courage? When uh, you get up there? The limit whatever. doesn't exist. <laughs> the limit does not exist. <laughs> what about you, Mike? What about you? Um, I actually, <laughs> so I tell this story often. Uh, I've told it often, but my, uh, when I was a kid, my dad was a, uh, was an alcoholic, but not in like a poor me kind of a way, mm-hmm. kind of more of in a, uh, more of a happy-go-lucky life of the party kind of way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he wasn't a violent person at all. Uh, but uh, I remember being in the Chevy Malibu Classic uh, with my mom and driving to Lindbrook Lowell. And my mom saying, go in there and get your dad. And I had to go in. I had to go into Lindbrook. And oh, uh, my dad was at the bar. It's called the Copa Room, world-famous Copa Room. It's still there. Uh, and I pulled my dad out of there, and everybody's giving my dad shit about being in the being in the bar and having his kid come and get yeah. him. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, in, <laughs> when I went in there though, I, f- I saw my, uh, mailman cause they do karaoke <laughs> at the, uh, at the world famous Cobra room. Uh, and I saw my mailman with his pith helmet, mm-hmm. like, you know, his shade yeah. helmet and his, uh, uniform on and it was probably 7 30 at night so how, i don't know when he got <laughs> off of work but it, it had been a while yeah and he was up there singing i got you under my skin by frank sinatra wow. and he was drunk yeah. he's like are you under my skin you know me? like just wasted and i distinctly remember that i remember that vividly like it was yesterday so yeah anyway it was yesterday it was just so yesterday you know. whose turn is it it's my turn. turn. Okay. Um, since you mentioned her, we're just going to play Mariah Carey. I was struggling with what Mariah Carey song to play because I play her so much. Emotions. That's the one you hear a lot of. Really? I was going to do Dream Lover right Dream now. Dream Lover too. Just, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I love that song because I, I think I've played Fantasy and um, something else. But we're going to go with Dream Lover. I love early Mariah Carey. She's so great. And it would be funny to see whoever sings it trying to sing like Mariah Carey. It's always a Filipino girl that's trying to sing like Mariah Carey, without a doubt. It always like, is. How how high can they get? Yeah, no, they get pretty good. Like it's pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's listen to Little Dream Lover. 
That's the song I remember. Yeah. From karaoke and Filipino weddings as well. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. Same thing. Yeah, it's about the same. Uh, Well, I wasn't going to play this band until you mentioned it a few minutes ago. And so now now I'm going to bring this band up because you had a good one there. So I'm stealing it from you. Okay. Uh, But uh, it's from their eponymous album, 1976. Uh, The band is called Boston. Perfect. Love it. The song. Keep going. More than a feeling. And if you have never seen this song in karaoke, man, it's really great. People really believe it, and nobody can hit the high notes. No, I. I, (laughs) This is akin to Mariah Carey. Like, who can hit that? And I, I love this song so much. Here it is, "More Than a Feeling" by Boston. That song can do no wrong in my eyes. I love it so much. I don't know why I like that song. Is it all the harmonies? Is it the I twelve think, string guitar? I think it's I don't the know. harmonies. I like harmonies like and they're overlapping and like the build up. I love shit like that. I love power ballads and shit <laughs> I like do. that. Like big country. Big oh, yeah. country, which think about it. Maybe I might play right now. You like, should play it. You've already brought it up. <laughs> like I love that song because of that too. Fuck it, we're playing Big Country. I could totally pull that off. Can you try that for me? Yeah. I I won't be there for your big birthday bash, but it's my request, please. Your request is big country? All right. In a big country, dreams stay with you like a So, uh, fun fact about that song. Yes. I, uh, when I was on a record label with my old band, it was, it was, uh, in the nineties. Right. And so at that time, everything eighties was like new again. Like every mm-hmm. band was expected to cover an 80 song or whatever. Oh yeah. And so it was the label suggestion that we cover big country. What? Yes. And so we spent like, we didn't know the song. Uh-huh. And so we kind of spent that we're in a very expensive studio by yeah. the hour. I mean, hundreds of dollars yeah. an hour. And we spent about eight hours trying to record Big Country. Uh-huh. And it just fell to absolute <laughs> shit. It was so bad. We had to scrap it at the end of the Aww. day. It was so bad. But, but I guess yeah. it kind of is a hard song to do. It. I, I, I don't know. I feel like yeah, it has a Yeah, there's a lot of sound. layers to it. Yeah. And you kind of kind of have that distinct sound. It, it just, and you got to want to do it. And I don't think any of us wanted to do it. Yeah, you if know? you're forced so, into it, why? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, of course it's here, not going to sound here's great. Here's one way to, to get a band to completely stop doing anything, or anybody for that matter, is try to get them to do something because you want them to. It's yeah. like, no, you got to get them to 
to do it for their what you want for their reasons, and that's politics. Yeah. <laughs> so politics. anyhow, um, so this one is is for strong ladies everywhere, and you'll hear it at least once. <laughs> so you know, you shake your shoulders with your weird, you know, shoulder length <laughs> punk rock, you know, rocker haircut. Here's Pat Benatar oh and the Immortal Heartbreaker. I've said I've never really heard that song before. I'm You've never. Really I know the chorus, but I've never listened to it. You've never really listened to Pat Benatar before. No. Oh, oh my okay. god, you're missing out. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's way before your time, you know. So totally. I, it's it's actually before my time too. I I didn't really. Uh, I didn't really. You know, that was like early '80s. So yeah. I mean, well, most of her stuff just, came out '80, '81, '70. I went and saw her live at the Pacific Amphitheater. It was Heart. And Pat Benatar, and it was one mm-hmm. of the best shows. That was late '90s, though, for sure. No, it was actually like 2004. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Oh. So it was way later. Yeah, because Hart was a way bigger act than that, yeah. and so was she. So if you oh, saw, oh no, it her. wasn't Hart. It was Berlin. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, okay. That it was big Berlin. Difference. All right, great. Uh, yeah, I just don't think I was ever exposed to that type of music. So yeah. a lot of it's just out of my wheelhouse. Well, but yeah, I if know you, that if I you had older words. Hispanic parents, like they wouldn't. No, that. And like, like my sisters were into Mariah Carey, UB40, and Bob Marley. So like, I remember those key players. Yeah, in my so house. that is more of my siblings' yeah. music. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'd hear that quite a bit. Yeah. And then, and then also growing up with like Fast Times at Ridgemont High and those kind of movies, mm-hmm. like they make reference to Pat Benatar and you yeah. Know. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm actually am I a big? I don't think I'm a big Pat Benatar. I don't think I'm a Pat Benatar fan necessarily. Although I do like the hits. I mean, they're fine. You yeah, know? I guess I should go back and listen to some more and actually. Would it be sad for me to say that I'm more of a Scandal fan, I think, than what? I am? Is yeah. that, that sounds like a hair band, a hair metal band. Oh, uh, it's Is a it? female fronted band. Oh, yeah. It's also a show. Is it S K A N D A L? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Seems like it'd be it cooler if it was. Way cooler if you did. Yeah. Hey, Mike, guess what? What? If you enjoy listening to this podcast, rate and review us on iTunes Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, or wherever fine podcasts are found. For more content and list of songs for each episode, head to our website, mixtapemixtapepodcast.com, or on Instagram at mixtapemixtapepodcast. Back to the show. Yeah. Are you looking at my jeans? All right. All right, what you got? My turn. Okay, this is a duet. Uh-oh, Islands in the Stream? No. Okay. Grief? No. One more guess. Sharon Sonny Bono. No. It is the 90s classic, The Boy is Mine oh, by Brandy, Brandy and, and Monica. and Monica. Who I think are both on that they new are. Uh, like 90s R&B fest that kind of popped up. They both are. There's I think they're right next to each yep. other on the lineup, yep. too. So guess what's going to happen there? Uh, obviously, uh, we're going to hear... I'm just there for Baby Bash, personally, but no, I'm not. Well, did you guys hear all the drama is. that's up with that festival, how some of the lineup isn't true? 
because some of the artists are already supposed to be somewhere else that same day. Uh-oh. But then Megan, Firefest? My, yep. Megan the Stallion posted in a tweet that was deleted though that said, "Yeah, I'm playing both. Ever heard of a private jet?" Like, oh, oh snap! So, but oh, then it was not deleted. for you, ninety star. But okay, <laughs> yeah. great. For Megan the Stallion, of course. Who do you think you are, Megan Huey Lewis? You don't get a private jet. <laughs> Did you hear about him? Yes. That he's losing his hearing. Yeah, he's losing yes. his. So he's gonna stop recording music. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what... he stopped playing live um, a couple years ago. Oh, okay. Because yeah, he has uh, tinnitus in his ear. That's like Jack Nicholson, who doesn't really act anymore because he can't memorize his lines anymore. Right. Like yeah. he's losing his memory and stuff. It's really sad. It's very sad. Like you dedicate your whole life to acting, but there's these basic functions that go. Yeah. And, you know, it's just to lose that is terrible. Hugh Lewis is a really, really nice guy, too. Really takes care of his people well as well. So that really sucks. Because uh, really, really good dude. Really good career, dude. Anyway. Anyways, uh, the boy is mine. Here it comes. Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that, but um, I was I was just saying like when that was on, it was on a brain wash rotation. It yeah. was on like TRL. I gotta say, it day. had to be on once every 25 minutes. I'm like, sure it was crazy, and I couldn't get to the remote fast enough. When it was when I heard that little harp in the beginning, I'm like ah. Oh, ah, ah. There are a lot of shows and songs that do that for me. Like you hear the first five seconds. Yes, the first couple chords. It's like, nope, not today. Like I can't, I can't let it get to the the part or the main part of the song. Which is crazy because this is just shit you're making up in your mind. Yeah, Okay, but no, not today, Satan. You're not getting me today. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, I I am the same, same exact (laughs) way. So I I I get it. What's up next for you, sir? Well, um. I've said that people play this song quite a bit. I can't play it actually. We've already played it on a different show. I was gonna play "Welcome to the Jungle," but because I've heard people it. scream it, like they just get up and scream it. So uh, yeah, <clears throat> like I, is that a good song? Like if you think about it, is it a good not. song? It's too long. It's too um, long. Is it a good song? Uh, well, like I don't know. If it's, it's memorable. A good song. It's memorable, so, but so, is it good? You know, and I guess at the time uh, when most hair metal was doing more of a blues rock thing, this is definitely a very fast metal, metal super sound, true metal which, sound. You know, it kind of has some. I mean, there's people who really, really love that song. Yeah, still, I'm just you know, so. I am not. I'm not saying I'm one of them. I'm not saying I'm one of them. For sure, I'm just like, why do people like it? I want to break down like the song. to sing it or actually like to play it. Both. Like, people like Guns N' Roses. People like, love Guns N' Roses. Why were they headliners at Coachella? Oh, like, because, because they could be. I mean, they're they're legends, and, you know, they never play. But they're friends. not legends to me. I, yeah. I don't know. So it's what you're weird. saying is Elvis was a hero to most, but he never meant shit to me? Is that what you're saying? Basically. It's a public enemy line. So. <laughs> Basically. Everybody has that. Everybody has that. Generationally, they have their people who are like, nope. Nope. Yeah. I, I just don't get it. <clears throat> yeah. And let's be real. I mean, in today's world, does... Does Guns N' Roses have a place? Um, for nostalgia, they do, but I don't think that band gets that record made with all the misogyny and, and oh, uh, yeah. rape imagery and other things that are on it. I don't think it necessarily gets through today, mm-hmm. um, but we're in a different time. So Sorry I yawned. Not 
from what you were saying. No. Hey, at the time, it was rebellious music for inner city, or not inner city, uh, suburban white kids. So yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> this this uh, this song I'm going to play doesn't seem like it'd be a karaoke song, uh-huh. but uh, I have a friend who, uh, well, I haven't seen her in a very long time. She's Her and my friend Alan got married, and they moved to Oregon uh, years ago, and they have a grown son now, but she used to get up and do this song, and I don't know if it, it was perfect, because she had a very deadpan f- look on her face, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she knew every word exactly, and so and he even had a little dance for it, and it was really great, so it's uh, it's the Humpty Dance by the Digital <laughs> Underground. It's pretty pretty funny when you see her do it, so here it goes. Alright, stop what you're doing, cause I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. I look funny. But yo, I'm making money, see? So yo, world, I hope you're ready for me. Now gather round. I'm the new fool in town, and my sound's laid down by the underground. I'm drinking all the Hennessy you got on your shelf. So just let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty, pronounced with the Humpty. Yo, ladies, oh, how I like to funk thee. And all the rappers in the top ten, please allow me to bump I like it. I can picture it. Yeah. I'm with <laughs> it. It's really funny. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think if you're either there's there's probably three types of people. There's people mm-hmm. who go up there and don't care and they're just like screaming their heads off. There's probably people that are very serious, mm-hmm. right? That that really want to be, you know, sing well and do well. And then there's those people that are exhibitionists that just go up there <laughs> and they do that and they're like a little skinny white girl that knows all the knows all the words. Yeah. It's pretty funny. There so. was this um this karaoke bar, I, the bar is still there, and it's called Club Unique, and it's off of Euclid and Ball, like that area, I think. And we would go there after work when I worked at Disney, and there was this big marine-looking guy that got up and sang Dancing Queen. Hell yeah. But in the lowest possible voice mm-hmm. ever. It was like, Dancing Queen, and it was the best thing ever. <laughs> and we all cracked up and laughed, and very unexpected. I love it. Coolio. Um, let's see. What are we going to play? Oh, yeah. So I feel like 90 songs and 80 songs are fitting for this. So this song felt was pretty perfect. Um, it's a classic one hit wonder flagpole sitta. Oh, no. By Harvey Danger. Oh, dude. They had a great thing on NPR last week. They have a great segment, mm-hmm. which I was totally going to steal for, our, for ours called called one hit wonders next best song oh that's and harvey interesting. danger okay. was they one guy did harvey danger and they actually played the other song that, uh-huh. that it was and it was actually very good like it sounded like elvis costello it was really cool <laughs> so it made me think like oh wow i have never heard anything else no, by harvey danger I haven't either. and never have i had the desire to uh-huh. but after hearing that second song i was like you know what that might be kind of cool. I'd check this band out and see because they've got some other cool shit here. I think we got to explore that idea. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Right. But um, I don't know how people might not know this song. Maybe millennials, younger millennials. Um, but here we go. Put me in the hospital for nerves and then they had to commit me. You told them all I was crazy. They cut off my legs now. talking shit i mean just naturally exactly. know to <laughs> naturally edit that. to edit the shit talking out yeah. 
uh, which happens a lot. But we were just talking <laughs> about the show High Fidelity. Uh, because I think I think this is where the white meat of this podcast is is in the banter that's back and forth because it's just a conversation, yeah, which is better because there's a lot there's what the what you as an audience does not know, and I'm speaking to you with the earbuds on you, breaking that wall breaking that wall is that uh, we stop and we listen to the songs and then or at least for a portion of the songs mm-hmm. and we talk, we kind of have a conversation that goes and nine times out of ten that conversation doesn't make it onto the air no and that's like when we're at our funniest that's, and well, stuff or, too. or it's just at least it's most the most Natural. interesting I think yeah. I don't know but we were talking Julia said, asked me if I was watching um, High Fidelity so mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was the Nick Hornby sh- like movie with John Cusack I didn't realize that it was a series <clears throat> it's a series and then he wrote like helped produce and write Nick the Hornby show. Did? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's still a part of it. It's a retelling of the story. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, and I really like, I forget her name, Lisa Bidet and Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Like Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. She's gorgeous. She's looks so badass, but I have a little, a couple issues with it. I just feel like she's really young in the movie or in the show. And I don't buy that a young person like that, owns a record store in queens and oh it's in queens now and not chicago okay yeah it's in new york and she like has this gorgeous looking apartment like you know things like that i just i'm too old to believe a lot of the stuff that's like come on buddy yeah i mean wait has have people seen your gorgeous apartment you have a gorgeous apartment i live with an adult (laughs) (laughs) of course our apartment looks good i live live with with an adult a bona fide adult yeah I mean, your place looks rad too. You guys are. I am adults. a bona fide adult. Yeah, you guys so, are adults. For sure. Yeah. So is Christina at this point. Hey. Hey. She's offended by adult. that. Oh, you're not an adult? Okay, sorry. Christina's not an adult, but Depending I am. Depending on the day. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, everyone should watch it and then send us your comments and feedback on that show because I was, you know how he does the top five lists? Uh-huh. I was trying to remember them as for topics of like future yeah. episodes. Um, so I loved it. I loved like a lot of it. It was word for word what happened before. Right. Um, it's just flipped with male, female, you know, the relationship and stuff. Um, so it's good. And we watched all of it and we binged it in like a day. But still, there are things that irk me about it. Nice. So okay. I urge well, you hey, all to watch it. There you go. Urge everybody to watch it and know that Julie is irked by some of these things. Also, you should watch the McDonald's oh, Monopoly I watch thing that. Yeah, 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 on yeah, HBO yeah. because fuck you think it's not going to be interesting and then it just sucks you in oh no i totally think that'd be interesting are you kidding me i i you know much mcdonald's i ate when i was on the road and we always used to collect those damn little <laughs> yeah, yeah, pieces we did too <laughs> there was always like taped to the fridge there was yeah, the board exactly. and you know exactly. in my family we got mcdonald's like once a week you know yeah. friday night was McDonald's, fast food yeah, night exactly yeah um and when it was a monopoly game that's probably all we ate because everyone wanted Wait, on friday nights did your mom let you rent a movie was it like you McDonald's, um, you get to rent a movie? Yeah, we'd go to Blockbuster. Okay. And then across the street from the Blockbuster on Westminster and Brookhurst was the McDonald's. Okay. Yeah. And we would do both. Yep, yeah. Yeah. That was the that was the night in for mm-hmm. a lot of kids, I think. So. I miss that because it was kind of an event. Yeah. You know, like everyone had to agree on a movie. Like you couldn't just get 10 movies because you you oh, only I, had a day to watch them. I was the only, you know? I was the only child. Oh. Well, at this point, I wasn't an only child, but everybody was older, so oh. they were out of the house. So, like, yeah, my mom would buy, like, three or four movies just mm-hmm. to keep me busy for, like, 
you know, a couple of days. Yeah. You know, latchkey so, kids. Latch, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Doing Legos on my knees in front of the TV watching yeah. the nutty professor, you know, oh, Disney God. version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bed knobs of broomsticks or whatever the hell else. Indiana Jones. So, anyway, um, so this song always gets played in karaoke. Always, always, always. It's a duet. You will hear it once a night. You're the one that I want from Greece. Here it goes. Sorry, I missed that cue. But keep going. I'm not singing. Y'all trying to get me to sing. It's not going to happen. Oh, man. Mm. You're the one that I want. Yeah, you'll hear that at least once at a karaoke. Yeah. Sorry, I was just telling my husband it's Divorce City if he watches this week's This Is Us Without Me. So oh. That show, have not watched it. I'm staying away from it. Oh, God. It gets you. You know, it's. I've seen that movie. I was really a big fan of that show, Parenthood. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, I never saw that. And uh, it's very, so I hear it's very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's, But that is about a family, and it's mm-hmm. it's more linear timeline than, yeah. than yours. The flashbacks. And right, the flashbacks or whatever. But uh, I watched that show, and the finale of that show, like, actually ripped a piece of my heart mm. out and, and ate it. And I'm like, nope. It's okay. I, I no longer watch these. Yeah. I no longer watch this yep. shit. Sorry, not gonna do it. Yep. Sorry, I talk about TV a lot. That was a very good song. <laughs> I love the movie. <laughs> I love Marty Maraschino. Like, Marty Maraschino is hot. Like, she is hot in that. Like cherries. Yep. I yep. love her. She, yeah, she is hot. I She's hot. I don't even know who that her. is. She's really she... like forty years old when she played that part know, of a right? teenager, yeah. but she was gorgeous. Yeah. My oh, hair goal right song. now is Frenchy. Is that, is that Rizzo? No, no, she's the one that's flirting with the DJ at the dance. She's like the really pretty one. That's like the blonde, the pink lady. No, she's She's not blonde. She's a, she's brunette. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in so long. She's going. Yeah, she's brunette. They're at the sleepover. She's like, this is from blah, blah, blah. From Korea. You're going with a Korean? Yeah, you're going with a Korean? (laughs) (laughs) No, a Marine or something like that. And then they all scream. Yeah, she was kind of like the suggestively slutty one. Yeah. You know? Yeah, she was, uh, yeah, she's. Oh, the one with the bangs. No, that's Frenchie. No, that's Frenchie. No, Martin. No, Mari Maraschino, she's got the. uh... I'm IMDBing it right now. She was, I liked her a lot. Yeah, she was, she was good. She was good. Okay, so. Okay, yeah. Sorry, got? we got more songs. Um, What am I going to play? What am I going to play? Oh, yeah, I'm going to play um another maybe not typical song, but I like it and I think it's fun to sing along to. Punk Rock Girl by the Dead Milkman. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like if you went to any other non-mainstream karaoke, Yeah, if you're with a that. group of your friends that also know the song, it'll be fun. Yeah. Because there's a lot of like. Punk rock girl, like it's just shouting. Yeah, right. And it's just kind they of. Is that not that man? It's all punk rock girl. Yep. Yeah. Like so it. we're gonna do that. Here a we a go. We went to the Philly Pizza Company and ordered some hot tea. 
The waitress said, well, no, we only have it ice. So we jumped up on the table and shouted anarchy. And someone played a Beach Boys song on the jukebox. It was California. I care about that shit now. But yeah. yeah. She's the best dancer with the worst reputation. Rolling. Like, that's something bad that you could say about yeah, another right. person. Ooh, oh, she's a <laughs> slut. Yeah. Uh, we're and, talking about Marty Maraschino from uh, Greece. And men are amoebas on fleas on rats. They're they're lower than rats. They're amoebas on fleas on rats. Oh, I love yeah, that it's, it's a good movie. It, that movie is really great, and I even like part two. Like I'll even I'll even double down on you and do with the Michelle cool, Pfeiffer. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer's pretty cool in that film, and I just like that there's motorcycles in it. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that the guy like like transforms himself in like a matter of minutes. <laughs> like learns how to ride a motorcycle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and becomes the cool rider. I like that. That's the good premise for the for uh, the sequel. Let's just make it a nerdy guy. A nerdy guy <laughs> with a motorcycle yeah. instead of a race car. You know, so yeah, there you go. Okay, good really? job, good job, dudes. What's that actor's thinking. name? I don't remember. Who Every time I see him, I think of Oh Rexy, you're so sexy from Is that that Empire guy? Records? Yeah, it's the same guy. Rex Manning? That's Rex yeah. Manning in it. Yes. Oh, is it Rex? Oh, okay. The young Rex man. Is that his real name? No. That's his character in Empire Records. No, no way. And sometimes I only know people based on their characters. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to play a Green Day song. I think it's good for the, you know, this generation, like newer generation, you might hear this. But it's Longview. It's Green Day's first song. It's got that cool bass line in Mm -hmm. it. And it kind of sets up like a really good karaoke song and a good chorus that everybody knows the words to. Yeah, definitely. Here comes Longview by Green Day. Hey, we want to say. You want to fight about it? Forget about it. Yeah, it's a good song. I mean, yeah. it's a good choice. It's an alternative choice to like the journeys and the. Right. You're going to hear Don't Stop Pinks. Believe. You're going to hear Don't Stop Believe. Yeah. I mean, if you go karaoke, you're going to yeah. hear Pink. You're going to hear. Kelly Clarkson. Oh, yeah. You're going to hear Since You've Been Gone and all those yeah. other ones. I had to also, doing the episode, we had to kind of steer clear. We did a lot of uh, like car karaoke ones where we were before and so a lot of we those did, were done it was well. a road trip episode like songs to listen to on oh, the road yeah. but we, we did speaking. talk like these are ones if you're in a car with a group of people like everyone can sing along too right, yeah. so like yeah this is this is for the masses for the mass so with that i'm gonna play hopefully i don't end it on a downer but um this is another 90s jam by a jock jam no but i longed for jock jam cds as a kid <laughs> I every time those commercials came on, oh, I actually bought them. Did you buy the Jock, <laughs> I bought the Jock Jam CDs? I love them. Um, this song is by another duet by Casey and JoJo. Oh, the song is known as "All My Life," and it is a nostalgic pleasure for oh, Casey your and JoJo. ears. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, so we're gonna end it on that. And end it on that. Okay. And uh, I think you'll love it. Who doesn't love this? Let's hear Casey and JoJo. Oh, my love. Yeah. Yeah, I know the song. Oh, my love. I pray for someone in love. 
That's a catchy tune. Ain't Find it? Someone like you. Yep. I like it. I mean, a Casey and Joe, that's another one that I could not get up fast enough to switch the TV <laughs> when it came on. Also on brainwash rotation when uh, that came yeah, out. Yeah, totally. For sure. I like that song because they're like, they're both uh, like hogging the mic. And so it's the way they overlap each other. It's almost like they're fighting to see who can out sing each other. <laughs> fighting. To, we're fighting to see. Yeah. It's just so over the top the way they sing this song um but i think probably another hit one hit wonder i don't know i don't really know much about them i just i think i like a lot I think of one, they are hit a one hit wonder yeah yeah it's just my jam uh, it's just your jam well yeah. this has been fun so this is yeah. our episode on karaoke guys maybe maybe i'll actually go to a karaoke lounge mm, i doubt it probably not but <laughs> probably not the probably thought is not. nice probs not probs, probs not. not but whatever Preach. Preach. Perf. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Enjoy your week, and we will see you next time. Wait, don't you Wait. have like stuff going on? Aren't you? Yeah, you have a show. Yeah, don't you have things to talk to people about to get people to go to your big things? Yeah. Wait, when is this airing? Tomorrow? This Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you can come and see Buy Me Bambi actually on. Um, on uh, Friday the 27th, we're going to be playing at Gallagher's in Huntington Beach with the immortal band, the Agrilites. So Poif. really excited about that. The Agrilites are amazing, and we're pretty good. We're okay, but the Agrilites are really good. So, uh, come <laughs> Way out. to really sell yourself. Yeah, hey, way to sell yourself <laughs> short, kid. Yeah, that's right. We're terrible. No, <laughs> no, no, we're a... Uh, we're, we're good, but uh, they're good, too. So it'd be a good lineup. And there's actually uh, a couple of their bands, a band called Los Nauticals, another band called The Stepdaughters that are playing that are uh, all very good bands as well. So Fine. feel free to come out. I think it's 15 bucks. It's only like a 200 capacity show. Oh, cool. So I'm relatively certain that it will sell out. Yeah. But, Especially uh, with Agrilites. Like, yeah. Yeah. So get your tickets early if you can. If you hear this and you want to go, you may want to go to... Uh, Facebook and get a link for Buy Me Bambi or, or go on uh, Agrilite's Facebook page and, and buy a ticket. And do you Sounds also good. have a music video? Oh, there's a music video for Buy Me Bambi also dropping uh, next week on the 25th. <sighs> what are we going to do with him? So, yes, uh, it's for our song Hot Lava. Uh, there are two versions. There's one in English, one also in Japanese. So. I actually really love Hot Lava so much. I, I love that song. It's a, it's song. a cool yeah. song. Yeah, I think it's a uh, – the video actually came out really well, too. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris Grau did it, uh, and it's – it's very, very cool. So um, you, if you follow any of the videos that are done by a lot of the Fat Records bands these days, Chris did all those. He's done Rubik Fish and Servant Legends, uh, Bomb Pops. He's done a bunch of those bands. So it's awesome. it's really cool. So, Looking yeah. forward to that. Awesome. Well, hey, those are all things that you can see the band at. So there you go. And Julia, what do you have going on? Um, you should go shop at PacSun in downtown LA. We just opened a huge new concept flagship store and it looks amazing. I'm not going to say that it's due to me, but it kind of is. <laughs> and, uh, it's, yeah, it's really cool. So go check that out. And then whatever, I'm on book five of 25 for this year. So good for you. Boom. You're hauling back. Yeah. Look at you. Boom. Yeah. I think I'm going to surpass 25 books this year. Good for awesome. You. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. That's all I got. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast was created by Julia Halpern and produced by me, Christina DLT. Sound engineering by Dwight Francis Productions. 
If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, or wherever fine podcasts like this are found. For more content and a list of songs for each episode, head to our website, mixtapemixtapepodcast.com, or find us on Instagram at mixtapemixtapepodcast. See ya!